This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And welcome in and welcome back from the hockey all-star break. It's Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle, joined by EP Ringsides, D-Magazines, Shap Shots. He's all over the place. Our NHL guru, Sean Shapiro. Sean, I am donning a light blue fleur-de-lis jacket with the Quebec Nordiques that says Colisée de Quebec, Quebec City, Quebec. That does not. Now, here's my fashion question to you. I grew up following the Stastny's, an Adams Division fan. I am not supporting the Colorado Avalanche by wearing this, correct? No, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. I think you're okay. Good. I think you're okay. Good. Because I took it off for a second because I was like, all right, I don't want anyone thinking I'm an Avalanche fan. But I guess it's like wearing Hartford Whalers gear. Or are you a Carolina fan? It's like, nah, I kind of like the Great Whale, you know? I like the yeah. throwback. I had that one. I had a California Golden Seals, which was a great throwback. So, anyway, I love I love wearing the old NHL and uh, minor league defunct team gear. I think it's a lot of fun. So, we're back on Spits and Suds. Monday night was a memorable evening at the barn, the AAC, as the Stars pick up a, wow, 3-2 to two victory in overtime, which is a change from the 3-2 to two losses that they were facing uh, against the Ducks. But it was Jamie Benn's 1,000th game, and I thought they did a good job of recognizing Jamie with a nice tribute. Uh, so... My question to you, Sean, as a guy who has covered and been and traveled with the team, um, being so close to Jamie Ben, what 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 are your thoughts? You basically saw him grow up, and he referenced that Dallas means the world to him because he grew up here. And I wanted to get your overall thoughts. I uh, I mean, he it's I think the Jamie Ben's career is both. I think people forget how impressive Jamie Ben's career is at times because it's he's 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 been understated. There was a peak where he was one of the top five players in the world at one point, but between what happened with the contract and kind of how some things have gone, like I don't think he gets enough credit um, outside of Dallas. Sometimes, like I was, I saw something the other day, actually today, where um, there's a guy who does a like a future hockey hall of fame stuff and like looking at things and like he brought up the point where it's like no player that's any player that has won the art ross so far there's no player that's won the art ross that isn't that sorry there's no eligible player for the hockey hall of fame that that has won the art ross that isn't in the hockey hall of fame and so like you're talking about things where jamie is i don't know if he's a lot sure lock or everything but he's got a resume good enough that puts him into hockey hall of fame conversation even with kind of the fact, even even if he never wins a Stanley Cup right now, it's so it's it's something that I think it's kind of lost. Um, 
and it, it's kind of it's it's the very weird career where the goalposts almost have moved multiple times it's there was the overly there was he came in there was the hype there was the over expectations there was the contract there was the rather public bashing from the uh from the ownership when things weren't going with how they thought the contract would go through Jim Light's mouth and and then and then he kind of falls back and now he's kind of having this resurgence or the renaissance right as as the term we've been using to yeah. kind of move the goalposts back to higher expectations just a very interesting career to look at because it's not uh it's not one where it's like it's been the Jamie. When you if I, you ask me about Jamie Ben's career, it's almost like okay, which part of it? Because it's 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 changed so much. It's it's a very interesting career arc to look at. Well, I also wanted to ask you from a media perspective, and I, I don't know if listeners of this podcast pick up on this, but you know when he does press conferences or when he's you know asked yeah. in the locker room after the game, I I know you just get off the ice and you got three or four people just pounding you with questions, but. His, his questions are, I mean, his answers are short and almost curt to a little bit. Um, but there's a whole nother side of the man, right? I mean, this is, you know, yeah. I think it's just coming off the ice and, and suffering a tough loss. And, you know, it's one of those situations, correct? Yeah, he's also, Jamie is also very much, um, he's someone who is, He's kind of like it's gonna say one of my reads on Jamie is he's actually, and it's kind of sounds silly to say this about an NHL player, but it's true. He's actually kind of a shy person, right? Like he's someone who he is. If if he wasn't a pro athlete, he would probably keep to himself completely. He's someone who has personality and connects with people who are in his circle, the people he trusts, and things like that. But at the at the end of the day, he's doesn't like to put himself out into the world, just like any introverted, shy person would be. And it's kind of funny just to see a person like that in the captaincy role. And it works because Jamie, the team is his circle of trust, right? He can be himself. He can do that. It's we get pieces of it when we see the the mic'd up thing and everything like that, because it kind of breaks through that shield. But the Jamie we see through post games and things like that it's someone who for lack of a better word you're talking about a person who's like at their core a very shy person and get microphone stuffed in their face and mm-hmm. I, I actually get it like i've had good conversations with jamie i've talked to him we've had good talks and he's been a really good human to me and when we've talked and everything like that and i just i i think it's something where we need to kind of keep that in mind a little bit more when we look at the call and response Q and a, because Jamie does not for just a person with his kind of demeanor doesn't do, you're not going to get much out of them, no matter what they do as a profession. Like, yeah, I, I just, I think that's something that kind of gets lost on the like, Hey, pro athlete makes millions of dollars. Also a human. That's yeah. the other thing. Too. Uh, it's an interesting <laughs> point. And, and I will say, you know, one of the images that I'll always remember of Jamie Ben was after the loss in the Stanley cup, locker room empty except for him with his head down yeah that yeah. that that to me said a lot without any words of mm-hmm. how much he cares and and also the the respect of his teammates but also the respect uh you know around the league uh, of Jamie Ben uh you know on the ice 
and you hear a lot of good things in that respect. And, you know, probably to me, hockey more than other sports, um, word would travel fast if that was not the case. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yes, yeah. I so, mean, he would be. It's 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 also the other nature of it too is the Dallas hockey market is a bit odd too from yeah. a perspective of he's not. Um, he doesn't have to answer a lot of the questions that captains in other markets do, and I think it's something where. Honestly, like I talked to former Stars coach Rick Bonus about this when they went through the decision to uh, take the uh, captaincy away from uh, in Winnipeg when they went to take the captaincy away from uh, from uh, Blake Blake Wheeler and uh, and how he Rick was telling me how it's very difficult to be a captain in a Canadian market because it's like you have to answer for everyone all the time everything like that and that's one of the reasons that the Jets took the captaincy away was they wanted to relieve that pressure. Um, in Dallas, you don't have as much of the, and it's funny because I'm talking and, and like you and I have talked about this and we can be honest about it. Like the Dallas market, Jamie plays his thousandth game Monday night, but between the Dallas Cowboys signing an offensive, co- hiring yeah. a new offensive coordinator between Kyrie Irving getting traded to the Mavericks, like it just goes by the wayside. Like if he played his thousandth game with the Minnesota wild and, or with the worth with another place where it's bigger on the scene um this is a much bigger story it's a it's getting talked about in the community and just and and i know you stars fans listening i'm not talking about you like we love all of you are listening but we're just talking about the general populace that kind of misses kind of what happens because of how hockey is in this market it's just a reality sometimes yeah one of the other interesting storylines um and it kind of, you know, blossomed in a a wonderful moment was the return of John Klingberg. And kind of weird that he had not returned to the AAC, uh, was previously injured in their last meeting. But there was a moment where the whistle blew and they were behind the net skating. Jamie grabbed onto his back and it all uh, looked like a, um, you know, uh, a mixed duo as far as figure skating. It was really, it was kind of cool to watch and they were having a good laugh about it and they were uh, catching up before the game. How do you think John Klingberg will be remembered? Uh, I give a stick tap to the stars for doing a tribute. I know the contract got in the way, but I think his contract and the way he played toward the end of the season, I don't want that to extinguish how good of a career he had with this franchise. I think people forget that he was not a high draft pick how quickly he rose within the organization, the big goals he scored. And I think he improved defensively rather than regressed as he got older um, and worked within different systems. So I'm a very positive John Klingberg guy. And one of the things I said before this season is I don't know playoff wise if this team is going to be a wild card or not. They've clearly exceeded my expectations. But one of the reasons was, you know, can someone step up? 
to replace the quarterbacking of John Klingberg. And you've mentioned this on the podcast as well. So those are my thoughts and I wanted to get yours. I mean, I think John Klingberg will be remembered as a player that um, was much better than ever expected. And he should be. And is someone who honestly kind of, uh, if not for the stars winning the draft lottery and drafting Miro Heishkinen, he would still be here. Just that's, that's, that's just the reality of it. Like the fact is um, you went from a guy who at one point was legitimately in the, in the Norris conversation. And then when they drafted Miro and he came in all of a sudden it was hard. It's hard to be in the Norris conversation when you're not even the best defenseman on your own team. And I think that never really sat well with John because he's a very proud player and always felt he should be in that upper tier of defensemen. Um, and I don't think he's there anymore, but he was for a little bit. And so I, I, I think the John Klingberg era, for lack of a better word, should be remembered as one where stars got more and more than they ever wanted and could have expected. And they, frankly, based off how this season is going, probably got out at the right time. And as we look forward to this age and player usage and things like that, where guys hit their prime more in their 23, 24, 25 season, maybe that's the, maybe that's the way of the future. Maybe you look at the John Klingberg history as like, you know what, the Stars did the right thing and they let someone else pay for the back end of it. So I, I, I think it's, it's, it's a bummer. He's not there anymore just because I think the personality he brought and how he helped. I do think he helped grow the game in Dallas. The fact, the way he got involved with the community, the way he, uh, the way he did uh, the Klinger's kids program. I think there's a lot of things that John Klingberg brings around that an organization can use. And th- those are missed, but from a hockey perspective, like I think they got everything they really wanted and needed out of John Klingberg in way more than they ever could have expected. So like, I, I don't, I don't, anyone who, like I saw someone on Twitter the other day saying like when they did the, the tribute, somebody like tried to boo him or something like that. Like no one should ever boo John Klingberg, like be happy for what happened. And you know what? Be happy that be happy that it, it, the exit happened the way it did almost. I, I just, I, it's, I, I think it's very, there's some, there's a lot of nuance to the Klingberg conversation that sometimes gets lost. And that's what I've been trying. That's why hopefully any of my rambling touched on that sometimes. No, it's great. It's great. It's great. That's what this podcast is for. It's all about rambling and talking hockey and talking stars and talking uh, NHL as a whole. 